Welcome to Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. I'm wine expert Haley Hamilton Cogill, and in honor of love and romance and Valentine's Day earlier this week, we thought it'd be fun to have a romantic wine and film show. And I've got a cellar full of romantic wine stories to tell you from Cava producer Jose Ferrer, who named his Sonoma winery after his wife, Gloria Ferrer. I don't know anything that says love more than that. Yes. Or Jean-Charles Boisset and Gina Gallo, or Philippe Melka and his incredible wife, Sherry. Romance and wine go hand in hand, or in this case, couple to couple. Well, my heart's pounding already. I'm <laughs> film critic Gary Cogill. Uh, today, it's also about some of our favorite romantic movies, some of them starring, okay, Meg Ryan, another with Julia Roberts. We'll throw in a little Ryan Gosling yes. along the way. And one of my favorite French films, a romantic French film, uh, maybe the best of all time. It's called Amelie. But we begin today with a wonderful film that stops both Haley and I down every time it shows up on television, and it's on TV a lot. Yes, it's a Christmas film, but it's also a feel-good Valentine's Day film, and it's called Love Actually. Love, love, actually, so much. So this is Hugh Grant, Emma Thompson. Oh, my God, who else is in it? Liam Neeson. Um, Liam Neeson. Kira uh, Knightley. Alan Rickman. Um, um, Laura Linney. Uh, the... the um, Hobbit man. Oh, the Hobbit guy. Who is oh, so great. Sean or what? I don't know. The it's, Hobbit boy. It's an incredible cast. Right. And so here's what I love about this film. And we'll spend some time briefly on all these films today. But they, it has all these different little stories going on. And I like each story. Yeah. Each story has a payoff. Was this kind of the first one of those kind of ensemble cast films or is it just the one that actually works it's the one that actually works because this is nine or this is 2003 so it's not old old but it's not new right um i think they've tried to make some they of those tried to make so many most of them. most of those were disaster and movies i think you might be right this is the one that it's all and gary marshall made one every year yeah and most of them don't work yeah in fact most of them are really awful films but this is the In fact, there's one called Valentine's Day. That's yes, really great. It's just awful. <laughs> but this love actually, I mean, that scene where I'm, so I'm going to say a couple of my favorite scenes, that scene where Emma Thompson sits on the bed because her husband, Alan Rickman has given not the present to her, but gave yes. it to his secretary. Yes. And she knows it. He doesn't know Listening it. And they Joey play that Mitchell. slowed down version oh. of both sides now by Joni Mitchell. And she sits on the bed before they have to go to a Christmas program. And it's, kids. Oh, it's three it's minutes dreadful. of just now. Is that romantic? Yes. In a in a weird yes, melancholy so, way, well, because you want them to work out. Uh, yes, and and they will. I mean, you, yeah. uh, as the end of the kind of film shows. But you know, when Laura Linney finally gets her guy, that's my favorite. When she jumps up and down at the staircase, because don't we all just want to end up? With have you Carl? ever done that? Um, I don't know. You maybe. might have. I might have. At one point I might in have your gotten life, gotten very excited because. A boy asked me for a glass, and I got excited. Nice. A glass of wine, not like he didn't want to get me to give him a glass. No. Anyway. No one a pair of glasses either. <laughs> uh, I love this scene where I love this. I love the Hugh Grant stuff with the girl. Oh yes. And then I love Colin Firth with. with is the, she Italian? Por- no, she's Portuguese. Portuguese. Yes. And he can't speak the language, and he shows up in the restaurant, oh, and the whole town follows him in. Oh. That may be the most satisfying scene in a romantic movie. It just really yeah. worked. It's just great. So. I, I, we're both fans of Love Actually. Yes. I think it works year round, and it's going to be really any time, any any yeah. time of year. I have it. This is like on my permanent iTunes download. Watch it on a plane a lot. I, yeah. I love this film. And if you're having a tough day, turn that film on. Yeah, yeah you're gonna happen. you're gonna figure it out. Well, and I think as much as we love Love Actually, we both 
adore and love the wines of Philippe Malcolm. Yep. You know, Philippe is kind of a, a Napa Valley winemaking rock star. He makes wine with Vineyard 29, with Dana, with Lale, with Brand. He, I mean, there. I think he has over a dozen different brands that he works with. All good. All, all of them are stellar. Yes. But the thing that I truly love about him are his own wines, his Melka wines. And and for that, he and his, his incredible wife, Sherry, uh, they they do everything together and and she, you know she she is not she is not a front of the house and he's a back of the house she is in from vine to glass in every single part of the production of this and it's really both of their personalities coming out she um they met when she was working in the lab at Ridge in Napa she then went on to work with at BV and at Silver Oak mm. she um got her winemaking certificate when they had moved back to France shortly after they after they met um, which Philippe is French, and um, they launched their winery in 2003. Um, they have a vineyard both in uh, Knights Valley as well as in Napa, and their wines, I think their Jumping Goat um, Napa Cab is just one of of the most luscious and and bold and and storied wines that there is. They're, um, they do a, a Cab Franc Merlot blend from their uh, L'America um, I'm sorry, La, La Maquera. I obviously don't speak French very well. Um, vineyard in Knights Valley. And I am such a Cab Franc freak that I just think this is one of the most elegant and 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 beautiful wines. Their CJ wine, kind of their intro and in, introductory wine for the Melka wines was named after their two kids. They're just really cool people. So their Melka also. wines have uh, eyes. Yes, it's his eye and her, and her eye. It's his eye and her eye. Yeah. And it's, you look at it, and you might just think that it's Philippe's. I think because he's such a he, he's such a he's just such an, a, a well known yeah. winemaker for Napa Valley. But in the middle of it, you know, she, she is right there, and they both love Hawaii a lot. Which you know, that's probably why. Well, we, we love, love the so Melkas, and we love Love Actually. Yes. We also, I love Shakespeare and Love. Yeah. So this film, legendary, because it won the Oscar for Best Picture, and it was the biggest upset since Chariots of Fire. Because who did it beat? It beat um, Saving Private Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. yeah, I'm still a little bit angry about it, but my anger was diffused because I love the film so much. Yeah. It's also Gwyneth, it's 1998, it's Gwyneth Paltrow, it's Joseph Fiennes, mm -hmm. Ray Fiennes' brother. Mm -hmm. Ben Affleck is one of the Shakespearean mm -hmm. actors in there. He tried to ruin that film, he couldn't. <laughs> Uh, oh God, uh, Rush is in it. Jeffrey Rush is in mm -hmm. it. I, I just think it's about, you know, it's about Shakespeare writing Romeo and Juliet. And then the, uh, Judy the, Dench is in that. Doesn't Judy Dench play, play Queen Elizabeth? Yes. Yeah. She's in the film maybe Colin, eight minutes. Colin, did you just say that? Colin Firth? Colin Firth is, yes, is in it. Yes. yes. Much, yes. Yes. But every, I think that scene where he, she spends the night, they open the door and she goes, it's another day. Yeah. And opens and you knew what happened is just, Kind of the coolest of the cool. Plus, the dialogue is great. And when they finally do Romeo and Juliet in front of the crowd, it's not a joke. It's also that time, that transition where men were playing all women's parts. Mm -hmm. And she played it. This film, this film I can watch as much as Love Actually. It doesn't come on very often, mm -hmm. but it's, to me, one of the most romantic, coolest films because it's a smart film. And I think romance and intelligence go hand in hand. Did she win the Oscar for this also? She did win the Oscar so. for this. And I... I, I I want to say Judy Dench did too for huh. supporting. Huh. She was great. Yeah, she's she, great. She plays Queen Elizabeth. Quite right, well. right. Because she reads everybody the riot act and then says it's okay for women to play men's roles. Yeah. 
from here on. Out. Yeah. So we love Shakespeare. And I like that. I like that. Well, and then kind of in in honor of that, a wine that I thought would be kind of fun, and and two people that we've also spent some time with, Amy Aiken and Joel Aiken. Yes. Um, Joel Aiken, uh, another kind of Napa Valley iconic winemaker, worked with um, BV for for many many years, and kind of hung his hat on making super high quality Rutherford. AVA um, Napa Valley Cabernet, and and is is really one of the the most um, gifted winemakers within Napa. Has now his his Aiken wines, but he met his his fiery, funny. I adore Amy Aiken. We've talked about her before on the show. Uh, wife now, uh, when she was working at Joseph Phelps, and and kind of she was was um, getting into the wine industry, learning, um, growing, kind of doing her own thing, and and eventually the two of them got together, and eventually she also launched her own wine brand. And I remember when when we had a chance to to visit with them several years ago, and how. She was kind of talking about when she launched Meander, and everyone kind of thought, "Oh, okay, Amy, you know, we yeah. know Joel's really making your wine." Nudge, nudge, hint, hint, hint. And she is so she's like, "No, this is my wine. I, every ounce of everything that goes into this is me." And and she also makes a gorgeous Conspire Sauvignon Blanc that we that we love also. And and they're both very very independent, and yet then they come together so so beautifully, which is just something that I also really love. Raise your hand if you like meander wine. Yes. M-E-A-N-D-E-R. Yeah. It's not on everyone's radar. It's, it's one of my favorite cabs of the last five years. Absolutely. And it's small. I mean, she doesn't Very make small. a lot of it. She doesn't make a lot of the, the Conspire either, but they're both really, yeah. really special wines. Yeah, and, I, Joel, and Joel also makes some some luscious, beautiful Sonoma uh, Pinot Noir that's that's really oh, yeah. incredible. Oh, his stuff. I, 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 hers is the biggest surprise for me yeah. in a long, long well, time. Well, and I think it's also in the world of, of how many Napa Valley Cabernet wines can can get very, very, very expensive. I think her meanders maybe $75, $85. Yes. And, and for the quality of that wine, I want to say most of it does come from, from Rutherford fruit. And so if you like that kind of earthy, dusty, um, lots of kind of rich, concentrated Cabernet. Yes. That's a great, that's a, a really, really great wine for, for a really good price. So in 2004, were you sitting in a movie theater watching The Notebook? Of course I was. It wasn't everybody. Every girl I know watched it. <laughs> and then every guy I know that was dragged to that movie cried. You love it. And I got teary-eyed because, <laughs> and, and not so much because of Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams, because of James Garner, right. Jenna Rollins. Yeah. The 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 second story of that film is really what what makes it so heart wrenching. It's elevated Nicholas Sparks. Yes, <laughs> which is probably the only time in your life you'll ever say that. Wow, oh my God, it was so tragic, and and also you know he's a poor guy and she's wealthy, and yes. you know they they they're not supposed to go together. The families don't want it, and, and then who is it? James Marsden. I, I think mm-hmm, it's the third mm-hmm. the third guy that comes yeah. in there. Gives her a big old ring and <laughs> and it's Joan Allen is her mother and yes. says, Yes, you have to go and run off fast with him and leave and, that boy alone. <laughs> and isn't there a big tragic scene in the rain? Oh yes. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. It's the notebook. I mean, you just say the notebook you and love it. you know, guy guy here's what I I want to say to guys. If you wanna if you wanna take your girl to see Terminator three, mm-hmm. you go see the notebook. 
<laughs> just give it up. If if you want her to go see uh, Fast and Furious Eight when it comes out, you go to the Notebook. Well, and then there's because you did bring up Ryan Gosling, and I don't think this you're going to bring him up again. So I'll throw another one out, which is Crazy Stupid Love, which I was trying to remember. Really good. A couple of weeks ago, when we were talking about With La Steve Carell and yeah. and, and how, how the chemistry between Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone was so apparent in that movie that yep. it just made it so obvious that the two of them should be in La La Land. And of course, we think La La Land's the best film of the year. Absolutely. Yes, we Absolutely, do. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Love, I, I kind of am in love with Ryan Gosling. All right, let's pair the notebook. So I um, thought it would be a, just kind of another wine that I love, mainly because they're two, um, two, two people that came together through unlikely circumstances. Um, and it's Elena Walsh and her husband, Werner Walsh. And Werner is the head of Wil- Wilhelm Walsh uh, Winery. That's in a lot of W's. Alto Adige, Italy. Um, and Werner and Elena met when she was hired to help restore their 17th century castle, Castle Renberg, in um, Alto Adige. She was an architect. And, and that's in Italy. And in, in Alto Adige, yeah. Italy, yes. Um, so far northeastern part of Italy, um, one of the most gorgeous and beautiful and romantic and, and lovely places in, in I can't the wait world. to go with you someday. It's, it's and, just yeah. the, the— And it's way up and high. The it's, elevation of these vineyards are, are so breathtakingly beautiful and, and produce such crisp and clean and fresh and high acid— but very, very balanced um, Gruner Veltliner and, and Gewürztraminer and Pinot Grigio and just really, really beautiful wine. But um, Elena went to work basically for Werner and and really had no, hadn't had an interest as much in wine, hadn't really didn't know she had an interest in him. And of course, as great love stories go, she fell in love with him and she fell in love with wine and she kind of left her her career as an architect and and got into the wine industry. And also kind of another reason I love her so much is instead of just going to work with his very well-established uh, winery that, that had kind of been um, very well known and very prominent in the region for, for quite some time, she, she said... I love you. I love your profession, but I'm going to do this on my own and started Elena Volch Winery. Um, they have two daughters that um, also have now grown up in this industry, and both the daughters are working with her, which also I, I kind of love. It's a very um, great female winemaking story and, and story of, of, of just really, really beautiful wines. That was about 30 years ago that they met. So what are, they, what are they, they were like in their 60s, 50s? 60s? Probably. Yeah, yeah. They they met yeah. um they 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 met and and came together I want to say a little over 30 years ago. Wow. And wow. had these two incredible So that's a, it's a girl and, power story but it's a couple story. But it's but it's a romance story. And and it's I I just love that that that's the passion and the love and and the the excitement that that really is what wine is all about. 17th century Renaissance castle. Yes. I mean, being, and imagine if she hadn't, I guess it's good that she was good at her job because what if, what yeah. if her remodel hadn't gone very well? Architect and wine. I love that idea. Yes. Okay. Yes. Speaking of couples, uh, Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan and everyone else. Yes. It's Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks in Sleepless in Seattle. Yes. But it's Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal in When Harry Met Sally. And that was 1989. Now you can't have a girl. You can't have friends with her. That's that age-old discussion yeah. where they're in the car. You can't be friends with a girl without having sex. 
And, and of course, the answer to that is, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And then uh, I think just as well, and of course, the famous uh, fake orgasm yes. scene. Yes. Uh, where uh, I'll have what she's having. Which is Rob Reiner's mother. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> is Plays that part. <laughs> but in Sleepless in Seattle, where it gets on the, oh, my God. I, I've been by that house like five times. Yes. Yes, the boathouse. Yeah, the boathouse. And those people that live in that boathouse are so annoyed yes, by people like so. me <laughs> and, and everybody else that wants to go by. Hey, there, there it is. Yeah. But I, I love both of those films and they're interchangeable movies for me because Meg Ryan is so good. There was a time when Meg Ryan made She's every so good. French kiss is good. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I think Tom Hanks and he has a little boy and you want him to, you want them to hook up. So you just want it to work <laughs> so bad. Yes. And I think all th- these are satisfying Meg Ryan movies. Mm-hmm. They don't have a, they're, they're not melancholy movies at the end. They really are about kind of love and then being fulfilled with all that. Joy. Because isn't it true at the end of When Harry Met Sally, he comes into the party, New Year's Eve? Oh, uh, yes. He walks well, he, in. He runs, he, he runs all night in, yeah. the, in the snow and she, she's standing there with a date she doesn't want to be with. And right. he runs in and they kiss. Because well, Billy Crystal. It's kind of the, 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 the end of, I mean, the whole Sleepless in Seattle was the, was it a fair an affair to remember? An affair to remember. Yes, yeah. and and so they had to go to the top of the Empire State Empire State Building. That is just so good. I uh, know it's greatness. <laughs> it's just so good. So I just think of... I just think anytime you talk about romantic movies, you have to talk about Meg Ryan movies. Sure. I mean, there are some older. And we're, you know, we're not, we're not covering every romantic movies. We're just talking about ours. But that that to me is a that to me is a couple. Mm-hmm. When you have Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal, those are real movie couples in movies for me. I love that. I love that. Um, for for kind of your sleepless in Seattle, I thought it'd be fun to bring up a, a new couple that I met not too long ago when I was up in Walla Walla um, for their big uh, tasting event that I was uh, that we talked about last summer, and met this this kind of a, an odd wine couple, but certainly a fantastic romance couple, um, Kelly and JJ. Minozzi. 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 M-E-N-O-Z-Z-I. Um, yes. Yeah. That started Aluve Wines. And I, one, just loved their story because both of them are former fighter pilots. Both of them? Yes. They served um, for 23 years in the Air Force. They I want to fly jets. They were both fighter pilots. Um, they actually were in Texas for, for part of their um, time with yeah. the Air Force. But they kind of wanted one to slow down a little bit and have a, a kind of a, a more laid back a retirement job. And they both really, really love wine. And so they they founded this winery, Aluve Wines, not too long ago. They have a very small five-acre vineyard in the Blue Mountains. Um, they're also sourcing fruit from from some great growers within Walla Walla. They're growing Cabernet and Chardonnay and then um, sourcing fruit from a handful of other growers to make their their Walla Walla Aluve wines. Had their um, red blend as well as their cab. And the blend was just luscious and lovely. The the cab was still a little bit young as as a lot of Walla Walla cabs are. They just need a little bit more time in the bottle to round out a little bit. And this was a brand new wine but for you. But it was a brand new wine. They I don't were, think I've ever had it. They were I? both just and it's again very, very small production. Uh-huh. But I just I just loved both of their fighter pilots. They were just so cute and so 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 excited for their new, you know, they're taking on this new profession and this new um, attitude as with as much excitement and energy as you as you would 
find flying jets. So they've probably flown over our house and we don't know it. I think they probably did. And plus, you know, I'm a freak on Walla Walla wine. So I just, that, that was a a great new find. I was, I was very excited. I love hearing that old old films, new find couple. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Hey, when we come back on wine and film, a perfect pairing, what do Helen Hunt and Diane Keaton have in common when it comes to romantic movies. Oh, I bet I know. Yes, I think you do. <laughs> and the greatest of the Oscar-nominated, well, I call it the greatness of the Oscar-nominated French film, Amelie. It just melts on screen, literally. And we will be right back. We are back on Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. We're talking about romantic movies along with romantic wine and wine couples. Yay! I think it all goes together. <laughs> and, and if you're going to celebrate, uh, you know, Valentine's Day was a few days ago, but isn't it really an all-week-long thing? Of course. And when it happens in the middle of the well, week, you celebrate it on the, end, on the back baby, end like this weekend. And isn't every day Valentine's Day with you? Every day. <laughs> I just think that that's what it is. And we see so many movies and drink so much wine. It's so great. (laughs) And, of course, uh, romance happens in all countries around the world, and especially in France. And I can attest to that because we've been to Paris together, and we can't stop talking about it. And lights. I must admit, Amelie is one of my all-time favorites. I love this Oscar-nominated French film. It did not win the Oscar. Really? It did not win. It's such a beautiful film. It was a Harvey Weinstein annoyed everybody that year, and they refused (laughs) to vote for it. There's a lot of stories written about that. that. Yes. So it was Audrey Tattoo. I had no idea who Audrey Tattoo was. And uh, and she shows up in this film. And it's just very simple, beautiful film about a, a very kind, sweethearted, lonely woman who's beautiful, lives by herself in an apartment. And she decides to do good things to other people. She spends the whole movie doing, I th- would call it what, random acts of kindness yeah. for people. Yeah. But Often what goes around comes around, yeah. and she ends up kind of becoming infatuated. She works at a coffee shop in, in, uh, in, in, um, I want to say Mont, Mont, uh, I can't, I don't know the name of it, but it's a smaller city in France mm-hmm. and kind of gets a crush on this guy. And you think he's going to notice her. And there's this, there's this one image in the movie, Haley, that I just can't get out of my head. She walks into where he is. No, she, he walks into where she is uh-huh. and she starts to walk up to him and she thinks he's walking up to her and he turns around and walks out and doesn't even notice her. And she literally melts onto the floor. Uh, her body melts yeah. in like this romantic liquid, uh-huh. melancholy liquid. And you look at that movie and you go, wow, what, that image uh-huh. has stuck in my mind forever. Um, I thought it was the best foreign language film of that year. It should have won the Oscar. But Amelie, to me, is everything that's great about it. And the, and the French make a lot of romantic movies. Mm-hmm. They make a lot of tragic romantic right, movies. Right. The Hairdresser's Husband is one of my favorite. A boy who grows up falling in love with a woman who cuts his hair. Uh-huh. And then it has a melancholy, tragic ending. But, boy, it's so sexy and romantic to me. But but Amelie, um, Amelie I haven't seen a film quite like Amelie right. since. Right. Know, that makes my heart fly as much. Uh, it's it's really rare to do it. I think this film came out in two thousand one, so it's been around for a little while. Right. Yeah. You love that film? I, you know, I I I honestly I think I 
maybe saw it on a plane. So I didn't. Oh, can we watch? The, yes, let's the watch it some night. Can we drink French wine and, and watch it and some watch night? This, or drink some? How about we drink some of Jean Charles's wines? Because yes. that's always a great occasion. So, and and I have to say, Jean Charles Boisset and and Gina Gallo are maybe one of the most um, uh, un, unconventional pairings. I, I I don't know if they thought before they got together they would have ever ended up together. In fact, even better, they really didn't even know anything about each other. Um, Jean-Charles Boisset, of course, um, we've talked about him a few times. He's he's anything but conventional. He's very, very um, extravagant and and very much the bon vivant and he's life bigger of the, than life. Life of the party yep. and and such a a a smart, dynamic businessman and very, very dear, wonderful friend and and really has has built a, a an incredible portfolio of wines that are part of his Boisset family estates, including Raymond and Buena Vista and JCB and Deloche and um and he definitely went and they met, which I want to say was in the early 2000s. They, um, he, he was quite the bachelor from from what I understand. I didn't know him then. I've only known them since they've been. Oh, together. I can imagine. But I can imagine Jean just Charles being around Jean Charles, the uh, the bachelor. He's a wonderful um, married flirt right well, now. Well, and he, and that's just it. And I it's not really flirting. He's, that's just he's, him. It's just who yeah. he is. He's yeah. very French, and and like I said, bigger than life. And Gina, on the other hand, was definitely more um, refined and and kind of. Of, you know, she she's a winemaker. She her life was in the vineyards, a part of the the Gallo family. So, the when the two of them came together, these two very prominent wine families did um, did marry, which is always kind of a, an interesting thing when you see great families come together. Um, but you know, I think that there it's kind of that opposites attract because I wouldn't I don't know if I would have ever thought the two of them together because she is much more refined than he is much more outgoing. Um, but from from what I understand, how they met was they were at a dinner party and and basically Gina stood up, Jean Charles walked in and Gina stood up and it was kind of like they had a they had to like stop down skip a beat. That you sounds know, heart, cinematic. Heart, that sounds like a movie moment. Skip a beat kind of moment. And and they were married in 2009. They've got two daughters now that are, I, I'm pretty sure both of them have two twin girls and 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 just a really, really sweet story. And and obviously, you know, kind of still work very independently. Both of their their individual family portfolios are are thriving and, and then together they can they've kind of figured out a way to come together. So here's my uh, Jean Charles and uh, Gina Gallo uh, Amelie moment. He walks into where she's working and she, they see each other and they walk towards each other and rather than him turning around and walking out she melts they both look at each other and melt <laughs> but they melt for the right reasons I think Jean Charles would love that yeah I think that works for me <laughs> okay do you, uh, did you ever see Moonstruck was Moonstruck a big film mm-hmm. for you Cher, yeah. Cher won the Academy Award mm-hmm. for that film we watched it not too long ago together yeah, yeah. and Nicolas Cage yes crazy Nicolas Cage I, snap out of it snap out of it he's got that <laughs> does he have a wooden hand <laughs> he's got and he's a baker in the yeah. basement, and it's all Italian, and it's a big Italian fam. Snap out yes. of it! Yes. The reason I think this is a really cool romantic, it's, it was written and directed by John Patrick Shanley, and he won the Academy Award. She won for Best Actress, and he won for its screenplay that year. And it put John Patrick Shanley on the map, and he has since done a whole bunch of stuff. But um, that scene where he takes her to the opera, mm-hmm. and they're, at, they're in New York, and they go to the New York Opera, and they're sitting there 
and and she I think it's La Boheme that's playing, mm-hmm. and she just cries and cries and cries. That is the coolest thing to me. Mm-hmm. It's like introducing somebody to an art form, and it's it's a big Italian opera, and it's beautiful and it's tragic, and she gets it, and that to me is what really great moment. That that whole sequence in that movie is just fantastic and lovely. Yeah. So I love that film. I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of Moonstruck. Um, I, I'm kind of Moonstruck by Moonstruck. I like that. And it was let's... 1987. It's it's an older film now. Wow. Yeah. There's another one that you like. What? Let's talk Notting Hill for a sec. Yeah, you want to talk about that one? Yeah. I've always liked Notting Hill, and I flew to London to interview Julia Roberts and uh, and Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I think I think everything because he's a journalist or he's mm-hmm. faking to be a journalist. And they have all those interviews. I've done that for so many years. But there's, and it's Reese Evans. We all discovered the weird roommate uh-huh, in that movie. Uh-huh. And I just kind of think it's, you know, it's a normal guy who falls in love with the world's most famous actress. And she falls in love with him, but she has a lot to deal with more than he has. Right. He's dealing with his friends. Right. She's dealing with an entire career in paparazzi. And I, I like the payout. I love the payoff of the ending of this movie. Won't say what it is. But the ending of Notting Hill really works for me. What's the scene for you in Notting Hill? Oh, I just, I, well, because I think that they're trying to, like, what? I'm just a, I'm just a, a, a girl who's, That's who's it. looking at a. I'm just a girl standing, standing in front of a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And isn't that at the end of the day, you know, we all put our, our shoes on the same way. And, and you may be from here and I might be from there. But at the end of the day. It, at the end of the day. I'm just, you have said that in our house. You quote that every (laughs) once in a while. I'm just a girl. Well, and, and. And of course, all of you listening have to realize that I'm married so far above myself. So it's a good thing. So kind of speaking in in that same genre, there's a wine that, that we love, um, had a, a, a sad, kind of love story ending mm-hmm. but but I think also a, a very resilient love story ending and that is um, Minor Wines David Minor and and his now late wife Emily who um, I think they kind of had the same aha moment that you hope for in a lot of, of romantic uh, movies and, and lives and, and everything because Emily came to work for uh, David's uncle uh, at his winery, uh, Oakville Ranch in o- Oakville Ranch Winery in Napa, and and he kind of knew when he met her that 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 was his his future bride. Like, and that was back in what the nineties. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And and they they dreamed of creating a a brand for themselves. They they established Minor Family Wines in ninety six, and they got married, and released their same uh, released their first wine. In 1999, married and, and released the wine both in the same year. They wow. ended. They went on to to have their two beautiful girls not too long after that, and and developed what what has always been one of our favorite wineries in Napa. I think they're they're the minor Napa Valley Chardonnay is a wine I will drink forever. The wild yeast I am over the moon for. Me too. And there's nothing better than standing on that balcony yes. with a baguette. And some soft cheese and a wild yeast chardonnay. It's just on it's, the deck at Minor. Uh, on the deck at looking Minor, looking out over, over Napa, over the their their Oakville and yeah. and Yountville, um ABAs. It's just it, it's just one of, it's one of our favorite places and always been one of our favorite wines. Um, sadly, and uh, shortly or in the the 
mid-2000s, Emily um, was stricken with lung cancer, and she passed away in 2011. And, um, you know, it was just such a, it's such a tragic thing. It was such a tragic thing, obviously, with their two very young girls at the time. But, um, but it, uh, the the way that the that minor honors her and continues to to honor her and and how david has has honored her in in both her life and now after she has passed has always just 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 takes my breath away and and tears at your heartstrings and a nice thing they did last year is they created their emily's uh cabernet um, kind of a classic Napa Cabernet um, in honor of her with with a portion of the sales benefiting the V Foundation for Can- Cancer Research yeah. and and just something that that I I love and I also just you know kind of really appreciate this wine the 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 wine is very textured and has great elegance and great style and and definitely is is what you hope for in a great Napa Cab and I think that it it speaks to Emily's personality really really beautifully. Anywhere in the world we go, if we see minor on the wine list, yeah. and we've seen this on the Big Island yes. of Hawaii, David does like <laughs> David does visit the, we the go, Big Island. We quite a bit we and order we get very excited. Yeah, we we go get it. We now, just love this one. I'll never forget. I was in Vancouver, British Columbia, where we're making a film, and I saw a, a minor on the, the wine list. But it had been marked up so it's much this, that those Canadian taxes. I, I took a picture of it. We sent it to Dave Miner. Like, do you realize your wine cost this in Vancouver? It was amazing. Well, speaking of, that's another great um, romantic movie, my love. Let's talk about words and pictures for a second. Well, words and pictures uh, with Clive Owen and the great uh, Oscar winner Juliette Binoche from Chocolat and won the Oscar for the English Patient. And we love Clive, you know. Uh, Clive's a sloppy kisser every once in a while, but it's a wonderful thing. She's a, a literature, or she's a, a literature, an art teacher, and he's a literature teacher in, in a prep school in New England. And, uh, and they uh, are antagonistic towards each other. And then, of course, you realize they really kind of want to flirt yes. and get together. But they're he's kind a, of a, they're he, kind of both a mess. They're both kind of a mess, him more of a mess than yeah. her. But it's, that's, you know, it's a, it's a student teacher movie and it's a relationship movie. And I, I, I love, Everything about words and pictures. Yeah. So it's a good memory. It's and it's it's got some romance for me. There's well, yeah. and there's there's a, there's definitely a sweetness to it. There's a there's there's the the use of really great words. There's a use of of really of of how do you tell a story through art mm-hmm. and and how do you how do you express who you are and 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 what is better yeah. words or pictures yeah and the answer is both they're yeah. both they're both important of course Juliette Binoche painted all the original artwork in the film herself because personally she is an artist yeah. her father was a sculptor yeah and uh brought over a number of her paintings from Paris and used them in the film and then she paints live on camera it's it's, it's I don't think that's ever been done actually yeah in a film oh okay so here's the question I'm throwing out you uh what do what is Diane Keaton and Helen Hunt have in common when it comes to romantic movies? Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. And these films are like interchangeable to me. <laughs> no. They're not to you. No, no. Do you at find all. one off putting? Uh, well, I just I, I love something's gotta give so much. I can uh, that's another movie I can watch anytime. When that, it's a stop down movie. I love that movie. I love I think it's I think it's oh my god, when she's just crying and crying and crying. While she's writing her novel. Crying and <laughs> it's just so great. Diane Keaton is so great. Diane Keaton Keaton is luminescent in that film and she's not young. No. And what's great about that film, I mean, that scene where she's in her bra 
and they're ha- they're having that scene together is uh-huh. luminescent. Uh-huh. She's like glowing. Well, and then when when she goes when they when she goes to dinner with her ex husband and then sees Jack Nicholson in, in mm-hmm. the restaurant and it ends up very sad. But as she's sitting at that table and and she's just so happy and she's vibrant and she's is that her ex husband or is that Keanu Reeves? No, when she was because she went to. She went to dinner That's right. after they came back into New York because her daughter was having a meltdown and yep. because the new husband was marrying a 20-year-old. And sorry, I know this film very well. Yes, you do. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and she's sitting at the table, and she's just so... I I I got this. I yep. can sit at this table with this child because I know who I am. And then it just turns so tragic. But then it all ends up. So it all great. ends up. It all. Yeah. It's a Nancy Myers film, mm-hmm. but, and I think Keanu Reeves is actually. He's great actually in. really good. <laughs> he's the doctor. <laughs> Francis McDormand's he's fantastic. The, yes, he, he would be the, the romantic love interest. Yeah, the very much younger. Romantic. And and another great. Is she um, cougaring him? Um, no, I think he really goes after her. Yeah, he does. There is nothing. She is very resistant okay, to that the Keanu was, love. <laughs> I think it's one of the Keanu Reeves' best things, actually, because he's been in some bad ones. Uh, yes. 1997 was as good as it gets. Yes. And Helen Hunt won the Oscar for that. Yes. Greg Kinnear's in that was his first film, second film. Mm-hmm. And he was nominated for Academy Award. And that's James L. Brooks, who did Broadcast News. Mm-hmm. And I I think he, I, I love as good as it gets. It's just that he plays Nicholson, the worst human being on the planet. Yeah. Remember he puts the dog down to shoot? I can't even. No. Yeah. I, don't, yeah, I, yeah. I can't go there. It all turns out okay. Yeah. But she ends up figuring that out. I think it's a really cool film. Yeah. I, that's kind of a stop-down movie for me. I love so that. we love both of those. As good as it gets. And, of course, something's got to give. I'm going to throw out two more great romance wine stories. One, just because you we, we brought up words and pictures. Sure. The wine featured our friends Brenda and Clay Cockrell. Yes, that had their or have their Cockrell um, with the French spelling instead of the um, English spelling as their name. Cockrell is with the French spelling a Napa Valley wine. That's um, why I always get the spelling wrong. Yes, their name is spelled one way and their <laughs> and wine, the wine is spelled, is spelled another. another way. Um, but their uh, Terroir Sauvignon Blanc, I I just love, and it's because they had a trip to France, drank um, classic kind of white Bordeaux. Um, kind of barrel-aged Sauvignon Blanc wanted to do that in Napa Valley. Very warm uh, Sauvignon Blanc vineyards up in the Calistoga region or Calistoga ABA of Napa Valley. Oh, just barrel-aged, really, really beautiful. Christine Barb is their, their winemaker from, from France and has always just, with a very delicate touch, but great refinement, made such beautiful, beautiful wine yeah, for them stuff. and with them um, in that kind of very French spirit. Um, but kind of my last wine, my, my my last great romantic wine, and I always bring it up, and I've talked about them before on the show. Because we just, love these I two. I just love these two so much. Um, Texans Adam and Diana Novi of Siduri and Novi Wines, who met in Dallas. He was from Austin. She was from Ennis. They met in Dallas in the old Epicurean department at um, Neiman Marcus at North, in, in North Park and, and dreamed – of making great wine together, making Pinot Noir, moving to California, and 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 creating a brand that that they could they could do together, and and that was over twenty years ago. And they moved to Sonoma, and they started Siduri, um, start sourcing and, and buying fruit from some of the best vintners in in both California, and now up in Willamette from like the Rosellas from from Gary Pisoni to I mean they they they. Made 
make so many different kind of styles of of Pinot Noir, really showing the the incredible range that of flavors that you can find in in really great Pinot. Um, they also have Nobi wines that's named after Diana's family and and that her family came in and and helped with. That kind of is everything else. They make great Novi Syrahs, one that we love. Their Santa Lucia Highlands Novi Syrah is just incredible wine. They make a white Pinot Noir. Um, just really special wines. And I just, you know, they mm. they they're both they're both such big personalities. Adam is just such, again, kind of almost like that Jean Charles. He's such the life of the party, is such a a, a dynamic and and fantastic um guy and 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 the great family man and they they've they've really done so well for themselves they actually sold the Saduri winery last what last year two years ago to mm-hmm. Jackson family wines another great family wine story but um to Jackson family wines and and they but they've kept Adam and Diana on with um Adam remaining the winemaker and and I kind of love what he's able to do now because they've almost said um, now you have have more 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 tools to play with. You have more, um, you know. Now they're they're you, you can continue to make really great Saduri wines with everything you've always had, but now you get even more. Now you have more vineyards that you can source from, or more, um, you know, kind of more things that you get to get to work with, which I think has made the Saduri wines that we've loved so much for so long that much better. We drink a lot of Saduri yeah. wines. Yeah. yeah. S-I-D-U-R-I. Yeah. Great yeah, guys. It's just good stuff. And they name their tanks all after Dallas Cowboys yes. football players. Yes, they There's do. There's a Staubach tank. There's Michael and Urban. And Michael Troy Urban. Aikman. Troy Aikman. Tony Dorsett tank. <laughs> it's great. Hey, good stuff. Hey, Haley. Yes. Happy Valentine's happy, Day. Happy, happy Romance Week. I love you. I love you. Next week on Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing, we're going to wrap up this Oscar season with my ballot. I'm going to say who I think will win, who won't win. And I'll explain why. Yeah, I can't wait. We've talked about the Oscars quite a bit um, the last few months. But speaking of Oscars, we still have a few tickets for our Oscar preview event, February 22nd, Studio Movie Grill Royal Lane. Uh, We'll have details on our website, on our Facebook page, as well as studiomoviegrill.com. Um, you have to go to the Royal Lane <laughs> location and then um, type in February 22nd, but the the event will pop up. And we'd love to have everybody join us. I think it's going to be a really, really fun night. Yeah. I'll be pairing wines with some of the key categories. Gary will talk through some of the, the top contenders for the year. I think it's going to be a great night. Yeah, and really good. We're going to have really good snacks, We've got too. great snacks, and the evening's actually benefiting the Dallas Film Society. We're going to have a live auction for them. We so will. it's going to be, a, yes, There's please, some cool please stuff. join us. It's going to be a fun time. But for now, follow Gary on Twitter at Gary Cogill. And to see what we're drinking now, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dallas Uncorked. And with that, I'm Gary Cogill. And as usual, I'm looking for the next great film. And I'm Haley Hamilton Cogill, always in search of a great glass of wine. Join us next time on Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing.